is there anything that you want to talk about in particular? I mean, I don't have anything on here about Trump in the rain, but I figured <laughs> that would just probably come up on its own. Do you have a, a line item about the, do we think that the midterm election was a success or a failure for the Democratic Party? There's all sorts of midterm stuff. Okay. I was just talking about the general overall. I don't have a story for that. But... No, I'm a, a line item, not a story. I would not want everybody's opinion. Sure. I'm sure we will get it. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> have this, no doubt Not on this whatsoever. show. Crazy. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, November 13th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along, along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. In this podcast, we talk about news and politics and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in to the conversation, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg and post your thoughts or a link to an article you would like for us to discuss. And if you would like to join in on our Discord where we record, you can go to patreon.com and or actually go to our webpage, profaneargument.com, and click the patron link. You can sign up for... As little as a dollar a month, and you can come listen to us live. We record on generally on Tuesday nights around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you'd like to do that, feel free. We would be more than happy. And we engage with you while you're in there. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Jeff's in there right now, and we answer his questions, and he's like a little fact checker for us. <laughs> Not little, just a fact checker. Yeah. Right. Checker. He's All right. good at it. Too. I'm out of the show tonight. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Uh. So this week on the show, we will be talking about CNN and uh, the new attorney general. But first, it is now week two of the midterm elections. Seriously, <laughs> it's never they ending. They are st still going on. I believe there are still 10, 10 house seats that are in process of going through recounts or special runoff elections. But I do have several articles about the uh, the different things going on. But first, I thought I would ask, because Karen brought it up right before we started recording, what is your general opinion of how the elections went? Who wants to go first? <laughs> nationally? Locally? Nation I would assume nationally. <laughs> um, okay. Either one. I don't care I about mean, your really, local politics. <laughs> we talked about the they national stuff first, but... <laughs> Yeah, our, our local politics went poorly. All three of the candidates that I, well, at three out of the four candidates that I voted for did not win. We did retain our Democratic governor, so that was nice. Right, and our Democratic senator who does nothing. But mm. I mean, that's marginally better than my greatest and oldest political nemesis, Pat Lou Toomey. Barletta. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Par uh, Toomey's seat wasn't even up for grabs. Oh, I no. know, but I, yeah. just, I just thought you particularly hated Toomey. <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah. I do. But there's something about so, so, something so slimy about Lou Barletta. He just seems like, I don't know, he, he seems. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that things went bad for you guys because locally things went great here. Oh, yeah. oh, good for you. Yeah, we got, That's we got our, our uh, Democrat representative is in, Cartwright, the guy that I met. Nice. nice. He oh, won is over... he the, the lawyer turned congressman? He's been in Congress for a while. Mm. Right. 
Uh, but he voted for gay rights and, um, you know, he looked like a politician, but anything was better than whatever that other guy was. So I was shocked and shocking because, you know, this place went overwhelmingly for Trump. Sure. Well, I mean, Ian Ray and I live in a tiny little, well, Ian's not in the blue corner. He's up in the red zone. Yeah. Ray yeah, I, I contributed, contributed <laughs> to the downfall. Yeah. I know our local area was voting on becoming a a uh, a home rule instead of a mayoral and uh someone put out a flyer that said you know vote no on that and everybody's like i don't know what home rule means and this <laughs> this thing i got in the mail says vote no so no and i was like good job everybody you're each and every one of you are the worst <laughs> so do you want to describe what that actually does mean <laughs> um it it sets up a a uh, seven person town or city council and it allows you to make rules that are not they can be overruled by the state but that you know they can uh, they can also be contrary to hmm. what the state is and as long as for example the city of Philadelphia is a home rule city and they chose to decriminalize marijuana right it's still illegal in Pennsylvania and you know nationally but there i believe you will receive a 15 dollar fine from local law enforcement Oh, okay. So it's not decriminalized, it's just made... Oh, right. I think they piled it down. I think they may have fully decriminalized it. I don't know. I don't get there often, so I don't look into it often. But that's that's essentially, you know, what uh, a home rule opens you up to, allowing allowing some amount of governing. So they have an interesting law that I ran into recently that affected us, which was you cannot ask a prospective employee how much they are paid at their current position as, as a means of... Equalizing the, the playing field. So you can't tempt somebody at $12 and tempt somebody else at $17 because you think you can get away with it. Okay. This is an interesting rule. Smart. But, yeah, because the organization I work for has a campus in Philadelphia area, the entire university said, okay, we're just going to adopt that rule across the board. Right. Which is interesting. So rules like that, they can do things that level the playing field that the, you know, the federal government is in this current administration never going to do. Right. But are the right things to do. So anyway, that fell apart here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the only thing that I would really mention about our local is that our local township, which is in the dead center of Pennsylvania, is very much blue. I mean, there's a, uh, you know, we're in the central Pennsylvania, so the, of course there's a scattering of s- solid red voters. Mm-hmm. But our town was divided up in between districts by the new redistricting. So that is why we really have no chance of being a little blue dot in the middle of a red sea anymore. We're we're divided up between two different red seas. So (laughs) So you're half uh, a blue dot between two different red seas. Which means we'll never show up as being blue anymore. No, that didn't help at all. No, we we did not um, get fair representation from the redistricting, but I think the redistricting overall in Pennsylvania is a lot more fair. So I I, I will suffer in silence. (laughs) Yeah, I think in two in uh, 2016 we have 18 districts. I think 13 of them were Republican Hmm. two years ago. Uh, This year I believe it went nine and nine, an even split. Nice. Oh wow! Yeah, is well more representative of the actual state. So. Yep. Yeah. Way better as far as the the full state goes, just not as good for us. <laughs> yeah. So it means our, our local representative is not actually representing our interests, but we can deal with it. It's fine. A lot of people are dealing with that as it turns it, out. Yeah, exactly. But I, th- to the heart of the question, I was wondering how people felt about the 
the big question of, you know, I mean, obviously the Democrats won the House back by Ooh. a variable amount of vote, uh, seats at this point. And still, still gaining seats. Still gaining seats. And the yeah, the gamesmanship in places like Florida were amazing. Who what the hell was it? Who, Rick Scott and Yeah, yeah Rick or? Scott and yeah, the, the um DeSantis. The DeSantis, yeah. Well who was it? I think it was our favorite turtle in the Senate who said it's how is it fair to count all of the votes, basically, ah! is what he said. Well, wait, before before we get to all that shit and that's sure. a whole bunch of stuff, how did you guys feel overall? Overall, it's about what I expected, and I'm satisfied, but not thrilled. Ian? Uh, um, I don't know. I feel like my crippling sadness is now numbing sadness. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of right there with Ian. Um, I, I had hoped it would go better. This was kind of the minimum of what I had expected to happen. Uh, but the fact that so many places, so many votes are at 50-50 mm. is kind of disheartening. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And strike the kind of portion of that. <laughs> okay. Now, I'll say right now, all three of you are fucking crazy. <laughs> okay. It was a fucking amazing night. <laughs> Whoa, you are drunk. I do not understand what everybody is down about or what they expected to happen. I expected more places that were 50-50 on Tuesday night to be more 60-40. I think... That and I could be wrong because I think a lot of people are like, eh, it wasn't that big of a deal because a lot of the high profile races were lost. Beto O'Rourke. Right. Mm. That was G the big one. See, uh, to me, that wasn't the big. The big one for me was Andrew Gillum down in Florida. Yeah. Mm. And that's still not over. It's not over. Yeah. That's not over. I thought, I thought Gillum conceded. I thought he conceded and then he unconceded. He did unconcede. Uh -oh. I did <laughs> yeah. not know that. I knew that the Rick Scott seat was still in in contention. In Florida. So is the Florida. The, so is the, the governor. governor. Seat yeah. is all, okay. And then Georgia governor seat is still. In that's a, that's a, Yeah. So, you know, Beto is the only official loss right now. And again. But I don't he, even consider Beto a loss, though, because he. Exactly. The, the, the odds were so long for him to win. He did remarkably well in Texas. He got turnout and, and came so close in Texas. And everyone's like, he should run for president. And I'm like, God, please no. But, yeah. <laughs> and I just said that on an atheist podcast. But. <laughs> This is the biggest win as far as in the House since Watergate for mm. Democrats. That's we picked true. up governors all over the fucking states of that's, America. That's the, big, <laughs> that's the big thing that I don't think was covered too much was there were a lot of things that the Democrats picked up that wasn't really covered in national media. The, the one thing that we saw on Vice News was because of Beto O'Rourke. And because there were so many, there were 85 judges up for election in Texas, because that's how you get a judge in Texas. <laughs> and they're partisan, that judges run as Republican or Democrat. So when the people went in and they said, no, screw it, I hate Trump, I'm voting all Democrat, and they just marked Democrat, all judge, all those judges are now Democrats. But there, there's a lot of brand new judges. There were 59 out of 85 were Republican. Now all 85 are Democrats. Convicted felons can vote in Florida now. That yeah. is huge. I mean, because that was like 1.4 million people in Florida. That yep. is going to make a big difference in the next election. And we just we just got an error. We just got Jeff Flake's seat with that Kristen Cinema. Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. This that morning. was good. Yeah. That I, was that was. Tell me to, again. No, share with me the advantage of having convicted felons voting because the as we all know the uh a disproportionate number of people in jail are black 
and there is a disproportionate um, sentencing for blacks in America, and they know that they have been unfairly targeted, primarily by Republicans. Also, so bottom line, vote, it doesn't matter who they vote for. They paid their their right. their dues. They should be allowed to vote. They should be. And even if you, if there was a way that you could get your vote back that was reasonable after a felony conviction, it would have been fine. But the things that they made them go through in Florida were horrifically abusive. Oh, yeah. If you saw that thing on John Oliver with Rick oh, Scott. Yeah. Where he, th- their process, Ian, for them to decide whether or not you should be able to get your voting rights back is what kind of mood is Rick Scott in that day? Right. And one of the questions that one of the people asked Every single person that went in front of this panel was, "What church do you go to, and how often do you go?" Hmm. And when and when you sound like something he would ask. And when yeah. you present this big thing, Rick Scott could go, "Well, everything seems really good what you just said, but I'm just not You're feeling black. it today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just not feeling it today. So <laughs> no, come back in two years. Right. So that's good. There's. I just feel like there was a lot of wins, and I don't understand. I don't know what everybody expected. Well, it's I, thing- I mean, I was positive. I was like, we're not getting the Senate. There's no fucking way that's yeah, happening. Yeah, that was not realistic. Yeah. Uh, the thing that bothers me still is that still- Why was that unrealistic? Be, I don't know. Because, because of the, the, the same seats reason that, that were available. <laughs> the seats that were possible that were being voted on were so solidly Republican held. Mm. It, it was next to impossible. I mean- and- and that's the thing that actually makes me sad is that there are still, you know, 40 percent or whatever the number is of, of people in the United States who still believe in Trump, who can look at what he's been doing for the past two years and go, yep, he's my guy. That is what yeah. makes me sad. Now, it's, it wasn't all wins. No. Steve King got reelected. I don't know how with all the negative <laughs> press that he's been getting. But uh, in that's, Nevada, they, yeah. they elected a dead pimp. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Hoff. Yeah, <laughs> Dennis Hoff. Dennis won Hoff, like seventy percent of the vote. <laughs> I, I just don't know what you've done in your life if someone looks at you and then looks at a dead pimp and goes, "I gotta go with the corpse. <laughs> gotta go with the rotting pimp corpse over anybody else because this guy is—he's terrible." G- Giacano or whatever the guy who body slammed the reporter—he got reelected. Yeah. Of course he did. But Kansas. Has a Democratic governor now. Yeah. And it's, the, it's a female, right? Yes, it's a woman. It a, a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Those are females, the, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of positive, yes. but There's it, like it, Native American congresswomen now. There's yeah. one that's gay. I mean, I don't know. I think people were going to expect to wake up and Donald Trump wouldn't be president anymore. <laughs> well, that would be a dream, but well, sure. yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm happy with it, but uh, it, it's not... I'm, well, I'm satisfied with it, but I, I, can, I wish for so much more. I like what Jeff said. He said, I think that it's the idea that we had two years of Trump, had a huge voter turnout, but there were still losses. It was basically mm-hmm. a mandate on Trump, and there's still some overwhelming support for him. And yeah, yeah I, I think that that's what we still have to deal with Trump every day. Yeah. Right. And I, I think that's what I'll just have to wait and see. Right. So maybe I will hedge my disappointment, but I don't expect even with you know, whatever success has been made at the midterm elections for anything to change. Mm. Not going to be one goddamn change in the government. Well, well, we can put a stop to, I mean, your health care is going to be intact now. At least we won't pass a law. Yeah, I mean, there's the something, tax cuts can't get through. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, you I mean, have you're good gonna, luck. Mm. You, yeah, it's, yeah, it's going <laughs> to no, be like when one, Obama one was president. One government shut down after another. <laughs> yeah, but also the House does have uh, the ability to subpoena. They can form a committee, an investigative committee. Committee. They can subpoena. Uh, they can subpoena records on Trump. They can subpoena his tax returns. They, they, there's a, a lot of different things that the House can do without the Senate. Yeah, Here's, you're underestimating Trump's ability to kneecap them. Yeah. I think. That's the thing that worries uh, me is what is he going to do next to stop I assume them? that at this point, Nancy Pelosi will become the Senate or the, the uh, House majority leader again. Yeah, probably. It, it uh, seems like me. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not too the, happy about that, but yeah, there are a, a lot of there are mm. a lot of Democrats who are saying that they aren't going to vote for her for to, to be the leader. So I, I don't know. I, it seems likely in my in my view. But here's what I don't understand. Everybody is like, well, you know, it wasn't really a blue wave. It's not, you know, it's not that big of a deal and this and that. But in 2010, when the Tea Party took over the House and everyone's like, oh, my God, the whole the whole country hates Obama. It's a horror. This is a a reformation on him. This is all about him. Mm -hmm. And we still held on to the Senate then. And everyone's like, this is a big day for Republicans. They've they've turned out and they've told Obama how they feel and the rest of the country does. We do the same fucking thing. Everyone's like, eh, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. 40 seats we're looking at. Yeah. In the House. I mean, come yeah. on. Enjoy and- the win. <laughs> Positive, Jared. I have to say I like it. <laughs> Some some other things I did want to mention. One negative: uh, the guy that we talked about last week that who had the war against enemies of Christianity, he won. Mm. So, oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he was he was an incumbent, so that's not and where he's at. That's not too unexpected. But uh, I did want to throw out a correction on Kim Davis <laughs> in Kentucky. She she did lose. To the Democrat that she was, but it was not the person. It was not actually the guy. I think we stated that it was the guy who she originally had denied the marriage certificate for. He actually lost the primary, the Democratic primary. But his uh, the guy who did win the Democratic primary made sure that she didn't get into office. Mm. So still a good thing. Just wanted to make sure we had that correct. Another thing over in Alabama, they did pass the anti-abortion legislation, which it. You're, they, they, I don't know. They they passed that. I'm not exactly sure about Alabama law. I don't know if that goes to the legislature at, that, at this point or if it is automatic. Does it need to be signed by the governor? I don't know what the process is, but uh, they definitely voted on it and voted through that the, the, the state as a whole does not like abortion. Of course, we, we knew that was going to be the case. Sure. Uh, the one good piece of news, though, that uh, I thought was interesting, there are actually nine of the people who were elected to Congress are scientists from different fields. There are actually nine scientists, nine brand new scientists, people who understand how things work now in Congress. Yeah, um, I also heard uh, there's an actual scientist now in charge of some science committee in the House. So um, I don't know how that works and who appoints yeah, those committees. They've, they've been defunded. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, yeah. I don't think, but that's not the kind of shit that Trump gets to decide on. Yeah, well, that, the House, he doesn't get to decide funding for the House. The House... Well, no, the no, house. no, that, that's, not, that's, what he's, that's not what he's saying. He's, the, the, the committees in the House will be run by Democrats now because they are in the majority, but the department that they oversee is defunded. Right. Sure, right. Yeah. Well, you know, what are you going to do about that? <laughs> pass a law, try to pass a law, and fund them again. 
Don't expect any laws to get passed <laughs> in the next two years. Yeah, I was kind of disheartened today. Democrats were were adding on to a must pass, you know, a must pass. Uh, it was a budget thing. They're, so they're starting to add riders onto bills that must pass. It's like it's such a cheating way of doing it. It's but a uh. super slimy way of doing things. And as excited as I am, when Nancy Pelosi came out and was like, "I'm so excited for the bipartisan cavalcade of ideas," or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, you fuck you and your bipartisan shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what she's trying to do is grab the Republicans who aren't in Trump's camp. She's, mm. try- I mean, I, I understand. I, I don't think she's going to be able who to do it. Who are those Republicans, right? <laughs> in Congress, Jeff Flake, I have no freaking idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, listen. Yeah, I guess there could be some in, in, in the House of Representatives. Right. That's what I there mean. There are in the none House, in the no Senate. No. Yeah. And listen, I'm hearing, and again, I, I don't know if this is going to happen. It's just speculation on one person I saw who posted a video that did. We all know Mitt Romney won. Yep. Uh, yeah. Sure. He's new Senator Romney now, and in his concession, or not in his in his acceptance speech, the opposite. Yeah. yeah, he was like, "This is a, a big day for if you're no matter what your gender is or your color or whatever." He went down this whole list of hmm. everything he's not. <laughs> And Wait, um, <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, that's really weird of him to say unless he's like playing up to like regular Republicans or maybe some Democrats. And they're like, this motherfucker is going to primary Trump in 2020. He's going to try. You really think he's going to? Oh, he's going to try like hell. Yeah. He's lining himself up for 2020. He's like so. Yeah. He's positioning as himself. Bold. He's positioning himself. He, Trump already hates him. He already hates Trump. That line has been crossed already. Um, he's positioning himself as the moderate, the Mormon moderate. Republican. <laughs> what a shit show it's going to be if he does yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Beto O'Rourke is probably going to run for the Democrats, which oh, is... Oh, damn it. I know. I'm not a big Beto fan. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of his policies. I just don't... He just is like so mealy mouth sometimes. He's not a winner. He's clearly <laughs> proven that he is a non-winner. Well, you think? No. I, non-winner. I think that he did very well against the odds. I think he's policies yeah yeah if you can't beat ted cruz why do you think you could beat trump it's a very good point <laughs> yeah uh but he's trying to beat ted cruz in texas mm. and running for the country he does have new york and california which i mean anytime you said his name on a late night show or a daytime show people just went crazy so yeah I, I'm not saying I'm a fan of him running for president. I don't know that he's actually qualified enough to be running for president. Does but it matter at this point? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He'll well, be- it should still matter, but you're right. Well, he's he's charismatic. He's got an interesting past, and he looks vaguely like a Kennedy. So it's possible. <laughs> Let me tell you something, and, and I don't know how you guys feel about this. I'm for Gavin Newsom, the new governor of California. Oh, yeah. If that guy ran, because he's got the looks and the smarts and somebody that he would really threaten Trump, and he looks fucking like he just stepped off the soundstage on a movie about the president. (laughs) He does. He really does. This is true. He's been on on What's His Name show on Friday nights. He's, yeah. Yeah, Maher. Bill Maher. Maher. Yeah. Yeah. He's very well spoken. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is I do like his. The things he says. Uh, when he's on TV, yeah, he's pretty good at it. He's he's, mm. he's really good at it. You know, he was just on the Sarah Silverman show, too. And um, I'm looking at him and I'm like, how did this guy not grow up and be a prick? 
with the way he looks. I mean, his hair. I mean, it's so Dude, fucking. Gab, I'm yeah. just looking at him now for the first time. He looks like a less creepy version of Matthew McConaughey. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, how did he not like grow up to just be a shitbag like most people with his probably? He's the uh, governor of California now, you say? Yeah. yeah. Or he will be. Oh. Did Jerry Brown retire? He was his lieutenant governor. So I think. Oh, yeah, did he j- run out of terms I, I, to run? I, I guess so. so. Man, that guy is always the governor of California, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand Jerry Brown and how that all works, but <laughs> wasn't he like governor in like the 70s? Yeah, it was. Then he came back after the Arnold left. Yeah. <laughs> I like what Jeff said. He said he reminds me of the Trump kids. I think that's just the slick backed hair, though. Yeah. He's, he yeah. doesn't mm. look nearly as douchey as either Trump kid. <laughs> He but looks he like grew, a Saturday night, he, Saturday night Live version of the Trump kids. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. He reminds me. See, to me, like when I catch him at a glance, he looks like a young Michael Douglas. You know, like in the sure the American president. But anyway, he grew up uh, <laughs> dyslex uh, with dyslexia, and um, mm. he said it taught him a lot of like being picked on and stuff like that. So he he has empathy, which I like. That's nice. That would be a, a breath of fresh air. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> A human with empathy? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I was going to move on. Do you have anything else we want to talk about about the midterms? I have one question about... Sure. And I always get shot down when I bring this up about senators. And again, I think they Mm. brought this up. They brought this up on Sarah Silverman's show, but I've seen it brought up before, too. Bill Maher brings it up a lot of time is, why does Wyoming get the Mm. same amount of senators Mm. as New York or California, and they represent one-tenth of the amount of people in the either of those states. Because originally the idea was the Senate is the breaks on on legislature. The House is supposed to be the, you know, direct representation. The Senate is supposed to be the equivalent of the House of Lords in England. It is the place where things slow down, think about it, and they're supposed to work for all of the people of the United States. They're not supposed to be these partisan hacks that they currently are. But they're supposed to represent their geographic area and not necessarily be partisan. Right. I understand that, but someone who has a their state has a population of twenty million. Right. His vote counts just as much as somebody whose population is six hundred thousand. Well, the House right. of Representatives is supposed to be the direct representation, and that is based. I on I understand population. that, but the Senate does a lot more than the House. They yeah, the, d- confirm the, the, a lot of shit. <laughs> well, yeah, the judges the, uh, and all the confirmations that they do, it's problematic. They're supposed to be the elevated stately um, professional wing of the government, and they're not, is the problem. I don't know. All right. right. I guess, I mean, if for some reason someone went, well, I'm thinking about moving to Wisconsin and – when you got there, you were told you're going to have less national representation because you live here. Mm. You should feel, you know, ashamed and underrepresented. Please move somewhere else. <laughs> I feel like that would have a long term, like, negative effect on the country. Mm. Right. But the same could be said hey, you're going to move to California. And guess what? Your opinion just isn't going to, is, is less valid than somebody who lives in a state with less people. Right. That is also true. Uh, again, I don't know what the what the balancing for that is because yeah, it's again, the, wasn't it's that the there, state wasn't bullshit. The same, it's the state oh, bullshit. Wasn't mm. that the same uh, electoral college? Is that why we have it? Because yes, I don't know. I found no out no one would campaign in Wisconsin. No, <laughs> I heard it was because of black people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that. The, the Electoral College, a lot of it was brought in because a lot of the southern states, the majority of their population was just slaves. 
and a smattering of slave owners. And they're like, well, our population doesn't vote. So we need some kind of backing, you know, to get our meaning out there. So they're like, all right, we'll come up with this system where it's a points <laughs> for each state. Could be. Correct I, me I, if I'm wrong, anybody. I That's what mm, I just heard. Don't know. I, I believe when that's When was the Electoral College have, instituted? That's a good question. I don't know offhand. Yeah. Day one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I doubt that. Yeah. Part of it was probably a geographic question. You you know, you couldn't have it. Not, we didn't have, you know, the, the speed of information that we do currently. So you would send delegates to vote on behalf of the population of a state. And you would actually get on a horse and ride to Washington, D.C., probably. Right. That sounds accurate. Right. So it just stemmed from that. So people would, you know, gather up their area, figure out um, who they were voting for, take their pieces of paper and ride to Washington. There you so go. 1787. Would... So. Wow. Well, way, way early. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was close. Probably around that time, those slave states were like, hey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the problem is, is that if you went to just a, a purely popular vote... I think there would be unequal representation of all of the people in the heartland. I personally well, fuck them because yeah. I am a citizen just like them. I know the, the, their the votes is, mean more our, than mine. Our high urban centers, like New, in New York and L.A., those urban centers just keep getting bigger and bigger, mm. and the the rural areas don't. So it's actually becoming more and more of a problem every year. Right. Yeah, people aren't staying in um, the the small towns and, and the farmland of this country. They're all moving to the suburbs and the and the, and, and the cities. Sure, it's where the jobs are. Besides anything else, that's where the people are. People, people like are. other people. Yeah, but it, it does mean that the people that are left behind are, don't get equal representation if we don't do something. No, yeah, they do. They have their two senators. Yeah, I know, and that. <laughs> so I understand not just doing away with it, but there's got to be a better solution because it is unequal right now. It's unequal the it's, other direction. Listen, if more people vote for you and want a certain thing, that mm. is the majority, and that's the end of it, <laughs> as right. far as I'm concerned. Well, I mean, yeah, look, gerrymandering is the result of that mentality. I mean, if you can, you know, pick out the people that vote for you and manipulate the the areas. Then you have what we had in Pennsylvania, which was unequal representation in the House. It's, it's the same problem. Yeah. Not anymore, though, in Not Pennsylvania. Anymore. Now it's equal. Much better. Anyway, I didn't mean to get an electoral college thing. I just want to know why we can't have more senators. But anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something that, that, I mean, people should be considering because, mm. yeah, the D- Dakota, Dakota gets four senators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All 7,200 people. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to move on. Uh, there's some other things that I want to mention that were in the news. There's an article out on the BBC about the ozone. You remember the ozone? It was a big problem. I do. The hole in the ozone layer? I heard that was a thing yeah. in the 80s. I really haven't heard about it. I mean, you know, it was huge. Everybody talked about it, it was in the, the ozone in the 80s. It just really kind of died out throughout the 90s, and nobody talks about the ozone layer well, anymore. Well, we fixed it, didn't we? Well, as it turns out, no. Damn it. But we definitely <laughs> made it better. Um, okay. It, All right. It, it is it is significantly increased the ozone layer over the South Pole over the last 20 years. So they said that about 10% of the upper ozone layer was depleted in the 90s, but since 2000s begun to increase again by about 3% per decade, which that doesn't sound like much, and it isn't, but that's... 
increasing as opposed to decreasing it's yeah it's, it made a lot a lot better so uh, the steps that we took as a species changed this right it's interesting side it. note before you go on someone who was not a big fan of that when they you know when they, everybody started getting rid of the the aerosol cans yeah. was donald trump yeah. sure Yes, he's on record saying, I don't understand. If I'm in my house and I spray it, how does that affect anything? This is a, why do I have to do this? So just just to tie him into everything. Yeah. The key words that he said were, I don't understand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and just because you don't understand something doesn't mean it doesn't make sense. Uh, why is it all about his hair? It's about yeah. hairspray and his hair. It's about not going out in the rain because of his hair. I, I, I actually, when the whole thing about, you know, him not going out into the rain in France, I'm like, has there ever been a picture taken of him with wet hair? And I searched, no. and there isn't one. No. That's oh, just my God. That weird. melting mess would – could you imagine what would happen? <laughs> it, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Since you brought it up, I got into a huge internet argument about Trump and mm. him not going to show his support uh, in, in France. Ooh. Um. And it, Ring the bell, it's fight night! <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was very interesting. Um, we, we do another podcast, and it was a supporter of that podcast had made a post about it. I made a comment because uh, and posted a picture of Putin standing out and pouring fucking rain, honoring the Russian troops. Mm. And I got some people saying that was funny, etc. But one guy came back and was like, well, at least he wasn't like Obama standing out in the rain, but making a Marine hold an umbrella. What? And I'm like, all right, first, it's a what about argument, but sure, what the fuck are you talking about? And it, it turns out in the, the U.S. Marine Corps code of dress, it is not legal for a Marine to carry an umbrella. There's this whole thing about being manly, and apparently carrying an umbrella is not manly enough for the Marines. If you're a woman in the Marines, there are strict rules on how you can carry an umbrella and what type of umbrella you can carry and use. If you're a guy, it's right out. This so is somewhere in the guidelines of being a Marine? Yes. That is so fucking stupid, but go on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But he was an ex-Marine. His son is, is an ex-Marine, so they take it very seriously. And and that's fine. You're a Marine. You you want to observe the code that you learned. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Right. I'm not, I'm not even going to argue that that's stupid, even though it's, it's silly in this day and age. But he was saying Obama made a Marine hold an umbrella. And the Marine was getting rained on, but he was holding the umbrella over Obama, and he was all upset about it. So it took me about 30 seconds to find an image of not only Obama, but also George W., George Sr., and uh, uh, Reagan all having Marines hold umbrellas over them. <laughs> this is a common thing. It's been done throughout history. The Marines protect the president, sure. even from rain. It's, it's not an uncommon thing. So I posted that, and that exploded. For oh, some well. reason, I knew nothing about the Marine Corps. I had no idea what I was talking about. He became really condescending, and it just, I mean, really spiraled out, spiraled out of control. But in the but end— you just I, showed him evidence, though. Right. Yeah. Which that so, infuriated him. So <laughs> what, was his, what was he mad about it, that you showed him other— it, he completely because didn't, when, like, when, yeah. like most public Republican arguers, the arguments that I, I get into, they don't address the evidence. They just go on to something else. Mm. He just went on to how Hillary would have been worse. And I'm like, wait, wh what? 
<laughs> Hillary would have made two Marines stand out with umbrellas. A lawn, like those ones you stick on uh, tables, <laughs> a table umbrella. So I argued with him about defending Trump, and he was like, I'm not defending Trump. I hate that guy. And I'm like, wait, what? what? <laughs> so apparently he doesn't like Trump because of the things that Trump has done against the veterans that he has seen. Mm-hmm. But he's it was still Trump was way better than Hillary would be because look at Obama. It was basically his argument. So we went at it for quite a few days, and then eventually I'm like, look, I'm done. You're just ignoring every piece of evidence that I put out. You're not putting out any evidence for your argument whatsoever. You're being condescending. I'm just drawing the line here. And then I addressed his son, and I said, dude, I hope that doesn't offend you, but, you know, I'm done. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy came back and posted a huge paragraph saying, look, you're right. I shouldn't have been condescending. I should look at what you're what you're talking about and discuss it instead of changing the subject. I see what you're saying. I apologize to you. I hope you can accept my apology. Uh, if you're a friend of my son's, I should treat you with more respect. And just like a full paragraph of this. And I'm like, holy crap, you're right. You're not a Trump supporter. You're a nice guy. <laughs> wow. <Because> even <laughs> though we disagreed, you can come back, apologize, and, and make things okay. I mean, we still disagree, but... sure. But you can disagree civilly. That's a little bit different than hollering at each other. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it seems like these days, if if as soon as this shit comes up, everybody's cocking their fix back. Mm, yeah. But, Ray, obviously you don't have the same friends I do, because my <laughs> friends on Facebook were posting the real articles of Trump standing in the rain at that cemetery in France. So it's just more fake news. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> It's just from something, is there an actual paper called the Washington Examiner, or is that just a made-up website? Mm. But uh, they link that article that, it doesn't even say, like, despite what you've heard, it's just like President Trump stands in the rain while uh, commemorating World War One vets, or something no, like that. He went to some event the following day, but the one, he tweeted about it today, saying, I didn't go because... Um, visibility was almost zero, so I couldn't take the helicopter, and then we didn't want to drive because it would disrupt traffic, so that's why I didn't go. He tweeted about him not going. Yeah, or maybe this was the one where he said something, he pointed out that the vets were under umbrellas, and he was like, look at me, I'm in the rain, I'm doing it. (laughs) Oh, I didn't see that. (laughs) And I heard a funny, on the Young Turks, like, the thing that they focused on was the fact that they're like, you're telling me Marine One can't fly in the fucking rain? Right. Which they're is like, just not true. Yeah, they're right. like, what if a fucking nuke, what if the White House is under attack? They can't go if a light drizzle? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, even sorry. If, <laughs> even if visibility is low, you're telling me Marine One doesn't have radar, doesn't have the capability? I mean, fine. If visibility is zero, you're socked in with, with fog. But that's not the case. It was drizzling with slightly low visibility. It was insane. Or drive like everybody else did. No, it was all about his hair. He didn't want to get his hair wet. Oh, the the internet memes were the best. Just the thousands and thousands of photos of Obama in pouring rain. So the, the one with Putin I saw where the person just put even. <laughs> Great. Well, he doesn't know how to use an umbrella. Well, that is true. We, we he demonstrated that for us. He knows how to leave one outside a plane, though. Right. That was just, yeah. He didn't. It was just odd. <laughs> when he just sat on the ground and let it blow away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even if he would have gone up, if he would have gone to the plane and just like thrown it down and not cared about it and walked away, all right, whatever, you're you're an asshole and mm. you, you ha- are going to require someone else to take care of your umbrella. But he actually like 
kind of looked at it like I don't I don't know what I'm doing here, and then just kind of left it there, and then looked back at it forlornly like <laughs> I wish I knew how to do something. But he looked like well, an idiot. That little video has started a new game that I've been playing with my friends mm. called "Do You Think Donald Trump Has Ever." <laughs> and then you just add something after that, like, do you think Donald Trump has ever washed a dish? No. No. Maybe Ian? when he was in military school. They probably made him. What? Do you think he's he ever watched military a dish? School? Yeah, he went to military His parents didn't like him. They sent him away. Yeah, but he went okay. to one of those, like, officer type schools. So I imagine yeah. they had people doing that shit there for mm, them. Possible. Yeah. yeah, I don't believe... I don't. So when I was in the military, I had kitchen duty a few times. Trump never did that. Mm. Never. <laughs> well, not I, even that time that he got in trouble for some sort of shenanigans. I, I don't, don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> I don't know. I just assume it happened. I doubt he ever got in He's trouble. He's a privileged dick. He did something really wrong. Mm. He may have gotten in trouble once. <laughs> it may have led to the washing of a dish. I'm pretty sure he probably his parents bought him out. To right, don't I, we'll give you more money if you keep him. I I can uh, see, but the, yeah, I would say the short answer is no. Right? Do you think Donald Trump has ever washed his own clothes? No. Now remember, this is the working man's president. This is yeah. the guy who speaks to the blue collar class. Do you think Donald Trump has ever changed a toilet roll? No. No. Do you think he's ever unclogged a toilet? No. Ah, no. Do I ever think he's clogged a toilet? <laughs> <laughs> you think he's ever changed a tire? No. No. Distinctly no. No. Do you think he's ever bought groceries? No. Mm. Do I ever do I think he's ever gone shopping? Yes. To a grocery no. store? No. No, because he said that you had to show your ID when you purchase groceries. That's he right. has no idea how to do it. <laughs> Good point. Jeff asks, has he ever driven himself somewhere? Mm. I, yeah, I think he used to someone told me that he used to drive like expensive cars like when he was younger, so Yeah. Yeah. Probably not for a very long time. No. Well, now and now he's not allowed, really. So no. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to move on. Unless okay. there's something else. Okay. Do you th- no. <laughs> <laughs> Greece, Greece's new leader, the new prime minister, Alexis Tsipras. I'm assuming. I don't know how to pronounce Greek words. Uh, but he is an atheist. He is an open atheist, and he has said recently that he wants to formally introduce the struggling nation, to secularism. He he has suggested that the the government should lay off 10,000 clergymen that are currently employed by the Greek government. Why does the Greek government have 10,000 clergy working for it? Because they they have pretty much been run by the Greek Orthodox Church for a very, very long time. Huh. That's probably a good idea. So there are clergymen who are employed by the government. They are going to be laid off. In theory, there is going to be some sort of separation, like payment, and then they are going to hire non-religious people to replace them as needed. So Mm. in some of the positions, he's thinking they're not going to be needed and they're going to be saving money. Right now, those 10,000 positions earn a total of $229 million per year. And that's translated to American dollars, I believe. Well, the Greek Greek government certainly needs that money, so... Right, exactly. So he's planning on cutting a lot of positions and replacing the clergymen as needed. Hmm. That is... uh, It's a strong statement, but apparently... The the clergyman, uh, the the Greek Orthodox Church has not been that opposed to it. 
it, it they they say that they're they're playing a, a you know even though the the church is playing a lead role in the life of the country for many centuries the church has not been drastically opposed to this I wonder what they're getting what do they get in return yeah, oh. it doesn't go really go into details on this, and this is the only the only place that I'd actually seen it. So I might want to do a little bit a little bit more reading. Uh, this was an article from the Friendly Atheist. Well, there's there's also it says something about there's a, it foresees a settlement to a decades old dispute over property between the Greek state and the church, which is one of the country's largest real estate owners. So my guess is that the church is going to get whatever real estate is in dispute in exchange. Oh. Yeah, that wouldn't be surprising. But right. I think that's fine for the government as well. Yeah, I think that's a reasonable exchange. One-time cost versus ongoing cost. I'll take it any day. Hmm. So, again, I think this is a fantastic move for Greece. Mm. When I was in Greece, it was rather clear. It was, I mean, as you come in and you go through customs, uh, you are given rules. And a lot of those rules, I mean, all those rules are specifically religious-related. Hmm. So the fact that they are starting, that they have a prime minister who's wanting to move to a more secular government, it's fantastic. I mean, that's where democracy started. <laughs> they, yeah. Should, yeah. Huh. they should definitely be moving in that direction. Meanwhile. Hey, before you, before you move on, yes. a little, little fact checking. Yes. Uh, uh, back to Trump in the rain. Yes. <laughs> he actually did go to another cemetery and stand in the rain in France and do a speech. Did he wear a MAGA hat or... Have a no. marine hold an umbrella? Nope. Did his hair get wet? Well, I mean, I don't. It doesn't look like it's hard raining, but he definitely mm. did it. Huh? Was that the next day or? Yes. Okay. okay. So the blowback was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went. He went and stood in the rain in the cemetery just so he could be photographed doing that. <laughs> no, he I... actually gave. There was a speech and everything. <laughs> it really begs the question: Why didn't he go day one? <laughs> I don't know. But it because was a different. It, it was a different cemetery. Well, theory is is that um, he he surrounded himself with yes men for so long that he did not know that the, he didn't understand that the blue wave was going to happen, and now he's very depressed. <laughs> okay, I didn't want to take us back to that, but I just wanted because because we were all like, nah, he didn't go into that's bullshit. What I saw, but well, turned out was day. real. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Washington Examiner. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna have to look at that more, but I'm I'm curious what the reasoning was. But over in Ireland, we mm. we've seen that they have done away with the laws against abortion, the strict uh, laws in their why can't I think of a word constitution, the strict laws in their constitution <laughs> about about abortion. They have uh, gotten rid of the blasphemy law. They voted to to get out the blasphemy law. Now there is a new campaign. That's called One Oath for All. The goal is to replace a religious oath taken by political leaders with one that is secular and universal. Hmm. Nice. Wow. Mm. Ireland. Just getting better every day. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I gotta... Man. If only it weren't so difficult to immigrate to other countries. <laughs> <laughs> if only I contributed to society and they would take me. Now would be my chance before my son is... Old enough to miss living here. <laughs> so apparently, uh, Jeff posted there is a Snopes article about uh, Trump in the rain. We can't, we can't get away from that. Um, <laughs> so we'll have to take a look at that. In the meantime, uh, we mentioned CNN at the beginning of the show. I wanted to talk about Jim Acosta and uh, him getting his White House rights revoked. I think it's this is all over a 
press conference that the president was giving where Acosta was asking him questions he didn't like and he wasn't going to answer them and an intern came over to take the mic away from him and he refused to give the mic up and physically just held on to the mic and made sure that she like she tried to physically rip it out of his hands and he wouldn't he wasn't having any and they say that he has what did what was the exact words i don't want to misquote the white house they they say that he put his hands on assaulted but yeah put his hands that on. laid hands, on. Laid yeah. hands yeah. on yeah which i suppose technically his hands touched her <laughs> But it was well, because she, he she was, was pointing at the president and then he put his hand down and her arm was across his chest almost. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, it's worth mentioning, though, when you when you say a press conference, you should have said the most insane press conference yeah. Yeah. we've ever seen. For, I mean, like him pacing around the stage like a, a WWE guy, <laughs> like just, oh, my God. No, I think Jim Acosta was pre being pretty aggressive with the president and, you know, not letting it go. But good. It needs to happen, yeah. The whole thing was, I mean, it was the most bizarre conference since press conference since Trump's <laughs> last press conference. Yeah, they're, they're exactly. always disasters. <laughs> I mean, he called a reporter a racist. He, yeah. uh, I mean, and then it was either the day after that he was out on the getting ready to go to onto Marine One, which it was a Trump clear time. day. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, no, some someone else asked him a question. He was like, "That's a really dumb question." Mm. He said oh. to her, "She said something about Mueller." Right. He was. She was like, "Are you? Are you? You know? Are you afraid that this will make you look like you're trying to get rid of Mueller or something about this Whitaker thing?" And he's like, "That's a dumb question." And he <laughs> and he also said, "You asked. You have asked a number of dumb questions yeah. to a, a black female reporter." Like, wow. <laughs> he's a fucking mess. Yeah, yeah he really is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, is, is he starting to lose it? <laughs> well, I don't think. Listen, first of all, <laughs> we forgot. Oh, I forgot to mention the part. Where he shit on all the Republicans that lost, mm. that didn't that didn't uh, embrace him, <laughs> like, and then it was like a win, but a loss. A loss is a win. You know, he's all over the fucking place. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think he's feeling the heat. Yes, I think so too. Yeah. Well, we know he's feeling feeling the heat because the day after the midterms, he fired his attorney general or asked him to resign, whatever, and he put that. Person- I think that was happening <laughs> either way. Sure. Yeah, that he was you just think waiting. so? Yeah, because the whole he listen he wanted to do it months ago, and they told him like just please wait till the end of the after the, after the midterms because it could mm-hmm. affect it. But win or lose, Sessions was going. Yeah. Okay. In my mind, yeah, you know, I, I think that's true. Maybe I I feel like he's just in a. I mean, I all I feel like his entire <laughs> administration has been a two year mad scramble. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. But I mean, ab- yeah, clearly. Clearly, he is. I mean, but it's it's always been clearly, and that's yeah. the that's the part that made me extra sad about the midterms. Mm. Like Trump is operating a criminal empire in the open with no effort to obfuscate it, other than saying no, this is all fine. Yeah. And forty nine percent of the fucking people are like, yeah, that does seem fine. He's the best. <laughs> like, what the fuck, piece of. God, I'm going to start cursing, and that's not a good show. <laughs> Someone move on to something else. Like, that's just, it's irresponsible. Yeah. Well, Get me to Ireland quickly. <laughs> I can be a good citizen there. If yeah. it makes you feel any better, and I and I don't want, I'm not mentioning any other podcast that I've listened to, but I brought this up to Ray and Karen earlier. This has happened before. <laughs> not as bad, but we managed to get out of it. And I'm not saying that we're, 
that we can get out of this because it is sca- <laughs> it is scary. I would but, qualify it and say that similar things have happened before. I don't think I, this I'm, is Well, happening. I'm just saying, listen, he's gotten further than anybody mm. in that space. Mm-hmm. But as far as the people who just vote for him no matter what, that mm. type of mentality thinking has happened before. Yes. Sure. Well, it's it's in, that kind of tribalism is innate in humans. So, yeah, I believe right. it. And, and again, there were there were more responsible politicians back then because I don't know if money was such a big deal in politics back then uh, as it is now because it just runs fucking everything that these people do. Mm. I mean, if it wasn't right. for money, none of these Republicans would be behind him. Well, yes, that's true. The Trump organization made a couple of million dollars um, over the last couple of days of the midterms because – People staying in their facilities purposefully. Yeah. He, he made money off of the election. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was the original idea was to make money off of the election, but he right. wasn't planning on winning. Right. But now he's just turned that into a money-making scheme, you know, since he's gotten right. in office. The one thing I do I do want to mention about, before we move off of it, about the Jim Acosta thing, CNN mm. has now officially sued the White House to regain access for a reporter. Good. I, is that unprecedented? I've never heard of it before. Yeah, I don't know. I, oh, you know what? I think, didn't Obama try to ban Fox News? I never from heard of that. White- I could have sworn that there was some talk about that, that he was saying that Fox News was not a legitimate news source, and it brought up a lot of ire, and there was protesting. People went nuts, and uh, he let him back in. Let me look at it. You go on with what you're saying. I'll okay, <laughs> sure. So I just wanted to mention that uh, CNN has filed a lawsuit against the White House for this. And then the last thing that I have, the last article that I have to post, is all about Whitaker. Trump's replacement or temporary replacement of Jeff Sessions. I'm not really sure what his overall plan is here. I mean, this Whitaker's for with Whitaker or Trump. Trump Trump's oh. plan with Whitaker. I I think he feels like if the Attorney General is currently not recused, he can at the very least enforce some sort of restrictions on the Russian probe to keep it purely about collusion and not expose any of Trump's financial crimes. Mm. Okay. Reasonable. I think would and, uh, I think that would be the the most the, the biggest goal. You know, I don't I don't think he needs to fire anybody right. or you know have Mueller removed or buried beneath giant stadium or anything like that. I think he just has to suffocate. Like yeah, or you know, at least restrict it to things where other people can take the fall. Like if it's because right, right, I mean, that's any sort of investigation like this. When when Clinton was was being investigated for his real estate deals, and that you know the situation with Monica Lewinsky came to light. Clearly, those two. There's no correlation between the two. But you weren't restricted. You weren't like, nope, sorry, mm. Ken Starr started this investigation about real estate. Can't bring up that sort of evidence. You absolutely can bring up that sort of evidence. But this Whitaker guy. This stranger that Trump has never met has met swept in to clean things up out of nowhere. How did yeah? How do people square that fucking thing? These people support him. I, how do they square a lot of it? But th- I mean, this one is. But I mean, this blatant. one is like a month apart. There's yeah. vi- there's vi- audio and video of him saying, "I know the guy," mm. and then a month later going, "I don't know this guy." We'll go back to <laughs> go back to Ray's argument with um the guy on the internet. Facts don't matter. Yeah. Just ignore the facts that you're presented and move on to your next hypothetical. Right. 
I think if you were to ask a Trump supporter that same question, the response would be, well, if Hillary were, were in charge, exactly. it'd be way worse. Exactly. exactly. It doesn't okay, uh, matter. On a, on a quick side note, yep. uh, in 2009, Obama did try to ban Fox News from coming to press pool interviews uh, managed by the Treasury Department. Mm. And other press pool members protested as a matter of principle, refusing to participate if Fox News was admitted. The administration related and Fox News was not blocked. That's about as close as he came. Interesting. Okay. So it did happen. Anyway, back to Whitaker. Yeah. Is there yeah. is there anybody, anybody in that fucking White House vetting these people that they pick? Absolutely. Like, he's the perfect he, pick. He, <laughs> but he's the worst pick. You're Purposely. telling me they couldn't find somebody who had not opened his mouth up about this ever on he, news and and still agree with Trump? Most of the people in, that work at the FBI, maybe not most, a large majority of the people that work at the FBI and in the, the higher echelons have worked for multiple presidents. They've worked for Republicans and they've worked for Democrats, and they are not pol- political in nature. Most of the people at the hierarchy level of the FBI are law enforcement officials. They don't bow down to Trump. This guy is one of very few. And they think because he was Senate approved for some minor position years and years ago, that that is good enough so that he doesn't have to be vetted again. And I don't right. think they're right. But, I think they're going to lose But what argument. I'm saying is, though, is that he's on record saying that the Mueller investigation has gone too far, that in order to stop it, instead of firing him, they should defund it. That, that's said, why they hired him, not because right, it no, went no, public. I, but, I, I understand that. Yeah. But He's on record saying that. Sure. So everyone's like, now it's become a problem and people are looking into it. And we find out that he's had shady business dealings and he had this company that had to pay out $27 million to people and shit like that. Were you telling me they couldn't find a guy who would do all the same shit this Whitaker thing would do, but has not opened his mouth up before? I, I don't know yeah. that they, they even went that far. I think that the, that uh, somebody in who is evangelical in the White House s- saw that he had said that uh, if judges have a secular point of view, they should be very concerned <laughs> about how they do their job. And they went, oh, he's biblical view of justice. That's our, that's the guy we want in the, the AG. Right. And he also doesn't believe in the co-equal branches of government. He doesn't believe that's the judici- Yeah, that's crazy. He doesn't believe that the judiciary should be held up at the same level. Isn't that in the fucking Constitution that yes. they're all yep. equal? <laughs> yep. Yep, it is. <laughs> and he um, is supportive of the president in that he should not be investigated for anything outside the narrow constraint of um, collusion. And I just can't figure out if they're fucking stupid or just that brazen. I th- B. Yeah. B? Yeah, it's brazen. You're telling me B. B. Yes. Because we, they- we've been down this exact path before. Yeah. Do you remember when it was, I can't believe they can't find a 50-year-old white guy that will do all the same things as Kavanaugh, except not a rapist. They went, why should we bother? Fuck you, we do whatever we want. It doesn't matter, he's perfect in every same way. Same thing with Whitaker. Yeah, but I thought we determined you, that, that we do whatever that, we want. That, uh, if that looked like a weakness move, if they were like, okay, we'll find somebody else. Like, that's why they kept moving on that one. Plus, who was going to stop them? Yeah. Right. Again, there'll be no stopping. Right. But here's the thing. This guy is a temporary AG, right? He's not. He has been labeled that currently, which I find interesting. But I I don't think there's really a limit as to how temporary. It could be temporary for a year. All he has to do is is prevent (laughs) Mueller from – he can take Mueller's giant report and stick it in his bottom drawer and never look at it again. Yep. He has the power to do that. while that is true, the – House can then subpoena it. They, I don't know if they can subpoena the report, but they can subpoena Mueller. Well, I heard that they could just rehire him. Yeah. 
and do their own investigation. And I have to assume, again, you know, I'm assuming a lot and I don't know that Mueller is was ready for this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know what he's got in store. My guess is sealed indictments already filed. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, he's been awfully quiet for the past two months. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very quiet. Well, Too he has quiet. Been... <laughs> 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 he's been going after Stone and he's been going after Manafort. I'm Stone's trial starts soon, I think, next couple of weeks. I heard Don Jr. is oh. uh, going to be in the frying pan soon for something. Right. It's, it's not It's not Stone's trial. It's uh, Cohen's starts up pretty soon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so, I, I mean, that's the only thing that I'm just like, well, okay, I mean, I understand what you're doing, Trump. It's You're, you're throwing a Hail Mary here. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I can't imagine that Mueller's been just working yeah. diligently going, I'm going to be here till I'm completely done. <laughs> and no. nothing will change that. <laughs> no, he's he's an intelligent man. He knows what's happening. Yeah. And I think people, he's an honorable man. And the people that are honorable that remain in the FBI will talk to him and tell him what they well, can. Well, we're, we're assuming all this. I've never heard the guy talk before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That tells you he's an honorable man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is all that I've got. Does anybody have anything else you want to talk about? I feel like it'll be more relevant next week, so I'm going to wait. Oh, Ooh. man. Now I'm curious. Oh, yeah. Me <laughs> well, too. Uh, by, by, next, by next week, John Kelly will actually be fired. <laughs> by <laughs> next week, you know, Mira Richadel will actually be fired, unless she's already been fired. Not yeah, that what I've the heard. Heck was, what was with Melania? She's the one that got fired by Melania? Yeah. Very strange. Yeah, that's 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 real. That's how we should run the government. Yeah. Oh, we, we were just talking too that not, not just Kelly, but uh, Kirsten Gerd Nielsen. Yes. <laughs> Kirsten. Yes, Kirsten Nielsen. Yes. <laughs> the I is before and after the E somehow. <laughs> oh, d- yes. Also being fired. Yes. Yeah. Well, her her the other the Mira Richadel is isn't isn't that isn't that uh the woman whose name I just couldn't pronounce isn't that her. Lieutenant, deputy assistant. I don't know. Oh, I, don't know. Like I thought she worked for uh, Bolton. Mm. I thought she was. Who's who's the Department of Homeland Security? Isn't it? That's Kirsten. I thought. Yeah. Yes, and Kirsten. I thought Mira Richardell was also like deputy oh. Homeland. Uh, I think she's deputy to the National Defense Secretary, which oh, is okay. Bolton, I believe. Okay. Okay. How, how was the how was the first lady deciding who gets fired? It's just strange. Yeah. Because Melania is not as great as everybody thinks she is. Or <laughs> just to be she's... clear, uh, Bolton is the national security advisor of the United mm. States. Oh, okay, terrifying. <laughs> He's been awfully quiet too. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. So, are we going to have a little uh, profane argument, uh, ladies and gentlemen's bets on who would be the next chief of staff? Chief of staff. When that when Kelly gets fired, I have no clue who he could pull. I'm th- I'm going for the wackiest of wacky when I pick mine, whoever it's going to be. <laughs> uh, Sean, yeah, Han- I don't Sean- know. I say Sean Hannity. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god, that would be so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that would just take this circus to a whole new level. Tucker Carlson. Be- yeah, why not? No, Tucker will be Homeland Security. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and then uh, maybe we'll get good old. Uh, Chris Christie in there for Attorney General? Oh, it's Chris Christie. I've heard that actually floated around. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) He never goes away. I I was thinking Judge Jeanine Pirro, AG. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I like where Jeff's coming from. Rick Saccone. That was the guy's name we couldn't remember last week. (laughs) Oh, is he the the Pittsburgh guy who can't... Yeah. Who didn't win the election? He's our very own... uh, Roy Moore. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's the PA Roy Moore. 
All right. I think I'm going to call it. I think that's all we're going to have for this week. Uh, I do want to thank the Pittsburgh Atheist for supporting this podcast and joining us tonight. If you, uh, He is at Pitt Atheist on the Twitter. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by sharing it on social media or leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, or you can join our Patreon page. Uh, go to the webpage profaneargument.com and click the patron link. Uh, again, if you want to contact us, Facebook page is facebook.com slash profanearg, or you can tweet us at profanearg. Also, please check out other podcasts on the soon to be named network. You can find those at soon to be named network.com, a cornucopia of podcasts for your listening pleasure. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.